Hi, and welcome to Does This Make Me Look Old? A podcast about aging as gracefully as possible when you're just not ready. We're two 40-something-year-old friends who find themselves kind of straddling that really odd period of time when aging and everything that it's associated with is starting to become a much bigger part of our lives. We're definitely curious, but at the same time, rather terrified about aging. I'm Shiv. I'm a health science nerd and pop culture fiend. And I'm Sim, an adult in waiting, obsessed with finance and self-help books. We're going to be talking about the stereotypes of aging and how they affect us. And we'll also be doing some deeper dives um, into some interesting topics, such as what it's like to get old in the society, dating when you're older, and scientific advancements in anti-aging products, and even evolution and scientific thinking around aging. And throughout it all, we chat, rant, laugh about our adulting mishaps, of which there are so, so, so many. So join us as we navigate our second quarter life crisis. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Does This Make Me Look Old? I'm Shiv, and over there is Sim. Hi, Sim. Hello. (laughs) How are things in your area of the woods? (laughs) Not too bad. Not too bad. (laughs) You guys should have seen it on the in real life, but like basically what she's, she she said hello, but she used like twinkly jazz hands. (laughs) So she's like... (laughs) So she's having a very good day. <laughs> um, we'll go with that. And not. That. <laughs> oh my gosh, that reminds me of that movie, Bring It On. It's like jazzy. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't seen that movie in oh, in a while. Oh my oh goodness, my, it must like, be over twenty years old, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. My gosh. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, I was in the car today, and. Um, we, I don't know, some 90s song came on. I don't remember which one it was, but I was thinking about it and I was just like, huh, this song is like literally 30 years old and which is old. And like, it's so crazy because like when I was listening to music, basically music from the 50s and 60s, like it's, it's the same age as like when, you know, like music from the 50s and 60s when I was young, you know? So yeah, it's just kind of mind boggling. Probably why like all the 90s stuff is making a comeback, right? Yeah, probably. It's all vintage. It's all vintage (laughs) now. Because like, I I remember in high school, bell bottom and and like flared jeans were a thing. And my parents would be like, oh my gosh, like that's what we used to wear. And I'd be like... (laughs) whatever like this is our style right and now yeah. I feel the exact same way when I see kids start jeans. Street and I'm like oh my gosh guys like those are all 90s fashion stop acting like you invented this <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's too funny <laughs> yeah all this to say that we're old <laughs> I just like to say that I'm just seasoned just right oh seasoned is good okay I like that I like that maybe that's I'll, I might call it old <laughs> <laughs> I might steal that phrase <laughs> seasoned like chicken <laughs> oh my goodness or like mutton like old mutton <laughs> oh stop it do not use the word old <laughs> I'm emotionally not ready <laughs> Oh my goodness. Anyway, on on that note, uh, (laughs) what did you want to talk about this week, Zim? Well, okay. So I don't know why, but this has been on my mind 
a lot. And and I don't actually have a lot of data to back me up, but um, just, you know, um, a lot of snippets of magazine articles and, <laughs> and blog posts. <laughs> but it's about like basically, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I feel, and maybe it's it's a thing with the pandemic, that more and more I'm starting to think about people who are brave enough to pivot and start a second career. So I'm talking about, and, and and recently there was an article in Toronto Life that kind of made me sort of, you know, pause and smile and be like, huh, that is nice, right? It's about oh. some VP in one of the banks. Who yes, yes. With her I saw job this. to become a florist. Yeah. For legitimate reasons, for whatever. And I, but I feel like, I've heard of a lot of stories like that, right? And it made me wonder because, you know, is it as you get older, you start figuring out what matters to you? Um, I mean, I granted the pandemic probably also had, mm-hmm. had an a impact yeah. uh, or played played a role in this woman's case, but 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 she's not the first one, right? And and people have done that throughout. Um, history but I mean not everybody but it's always nice to sort of hear about those so anyway I wanted to talk about this because I've been reflecting like you know I took a couple like a week off a couple of weeks ago and you know I was just thinking about what does what truly matters in life and you know being passionate like I love my job now but then you know you start thinking about long term, like, what would keep you engaged? What would make you excited? Right? Mm -hmm. And how do you make a difference? And then you start thinking about the values you live your life by. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, not that everyone has to think about a second job. So it can be anything really, right? Like you start something that you're passionate about. So anyway, I just kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit, because I guess I'm working it through in my head. Yeah. But anyway, have you ever thought about doing something like a second not yeah, like I mean, not that you're thinking about it in a structured way, but like, have you ever thought about wanting to just do something different or something new? Uh, like that's just a complete 180 from who and what you're are today as a profession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At various points in my life, I think I remember uh, I had this friend in Winnipeg, and the two of us. Well. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say the two of us love to eat. And I'm like, I'm like, that's not really a past tense thing. <laughs> I was just going to say that, but you and I also love to eat. <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm like, basically eating has always been there. So anyway, um, uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I remember like at one point, I had asked her actually, I was just like, this was like when we were in our twenties and I was just like, if you weren't a physician, like what would you want to do? And she was like, oh, for sure. I'd be a pastry chef. And I was like, oh, that's such an awesome, like that, that would be such an that's awesome very, pivot. Um, but she, she was able to answer that right off the bat. So yeah, yeah. Something yeah. She oh no, she loves about? baking. Oh yeah. She loves baking, cooking, like so all the, that's those things. Cool. Yeah, I know. And I remember thinking, and I remember thinking, oh, that would be a really awesome career. But then, but then it's funny because like I've been thinking about it over the years and I was just like, oh, but then it involves <laughs> like, but then you, you take something that you enjoy, which is like baking. Like, and in my case, I like baking too, which is why I was just like, which is why I really resonated with her, with, with her idea. Uh-huh. But then I was just like, but then you take something that you enjoy and then it would become a stressful part of your life 
day. You know what I mean? So clearly that's not going to be your second career. No. <laughs> no. I think she 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 may make it a good second career, but I definitely wouldn't. So like I mean, I've thought I have thought about like other things. I mean, this pod is kind of like not a, it's not a second career, but it's like it's like a nice like creative outlet. Yeah. So like that's that's one thing. I don't know. I've never actually thought about completely pivoting. I've thought about like what I might want to do once I retire, but okay. not necessarily like leaving the job and then doing something else. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So yeah. I guess I hadn't either, but I realized that in my career way, like I've always transitioned to completely new roles mm-hmm. where it was different from what I originally would was doing. But then that's the nature of a corporate job in in anyway right so it doesn't really count but but you know it was funny because um after I read about this lady where like to go from um a a banking environment to like a florist right that's a huge change for sure I was actually realizing that there are other uh, like you know I was looking at uh some famous stories that we actually know of right mm-hmm. and wasn't the kfc colonel sanders one of those people who like yeah yeah w- what was he like he was like a salesman or something before before he started like kfc yeah oh he was a farmer he was a farmer a fireman an insurance salesman and a streetcar conductor Oh my goodness. Okay. That's quite a lot of different things. <laughs> that's not just a second career. That's like basically <laughs> a searching forever to figure out what he wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the other one the other one that I can think of is um I think Ray Kroc. Ray Kroc also like started like basically started McDonald's. Well, I mean isn't there a movie about his with Michael Keaton? Yes, with Michael Keaton. Yeah, right. So Ray Kroc isn't necessarily somebody we should be emulating per se. <laughs> hey, listen, yeah, he... I enjoy a good McDonald's. <laughs> <meal>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think yeah, he used to be a salesman. He was a salesman by trade, and then he ended up creating the McDonald's empire. But uh, yeah. So he's, but, but at he's least also, that's still in the realms of sales, right? Like yeah, he figured it yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, who was the other one? Like I remember. Were you thinking about Julia Child? Yes. Oh my god! It's like you can read my mind. <laughs> she was like a spy or something. Yeah, yeah. She she worked for what used to be the CIA. That is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, and then and and then basically like after taking a cooking class, then she just ends up becoming like the Julia Child, you know, like the one that I, yeah, yeah. That I watched in the 80s, like <laughs> cooking French, cooking French things on PBS. <laughs> like that's the only, like that's my, that's my idea of her. I think it's a, it's a lot of people's idea of her, but like, yeah, she had this whole second, like she had this whole earlier life. As earlier life. But you yeah, know who else before she became a famous chef into cooking? Um, is it Ina Garten or Ina? Yes. Yeah, Ina, Ina. I think yeah. I always said Ina, but I don't know if it's Ina. I don't know actually. I know, and I used to watch the Barefoot Contessa. <laughs> yes. So I don't know why I don't know her name. <laughs> that is funny. But it used to be like some kind of a policy analyst or advisor or something for the White House. Yeah, yeah. She was involved in like nuclear nuclear energy policy. Yeah. Yeah, you so. would remember that. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, I'm like, okay, so what 
triggers that? Like, I know. Did, did they go through the same kind of thing that I'm going through in my head? And is that what made them do pull the, you know, pl- like take the plunge? Like, what is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure. It's funny because like you just kind of read the facts. You're like, they did this and then they decided to do that. And you're just like, no, but there's a story there. Like, what was the mental, like, yeah. How did you get from the mental headspace from like this to that? You and know? that's the part like I want to sort of figure out, right? Like what what was it? Is it just, you know, with age you prioritized it something, you know, or you learned something or you felt more confident or you saved up enough money? And I'm not talking about the people who take on other jobs while they're pursuing their real love, right? Like people who've already figured out, um, like, you know, like, oh, I want to be an actor. So I'm going to work, do what it takes, you know, to support my classes or go while I go for audition, like Joey from Friends. Not that you like, (laughs) I had to bring that in. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. Because like some people just like, they pick certain day jobs that actually facilitate like what they really want to do in Mm -hmm. life, right? Yeah. Which is like, yeah. And so often you do find like actors who are, you know, working as waiters, you know, because it's like shift work and then they can kind of like organize their auditions around like their day job, you know? So yeah, I get, I get what you mean. Cause you can't really say, Oh, they used to be a waiter and then they became an actor and look at that shift. It's not really, it's like they were always wanting to be an actor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And not to take away from, you know, the jobs that they're doing, but uh, but yes, it's kind of like, how do you identify, right? So someone yeah. who identifies as uh, Martha Stewart was a stockbroker. Yeah, she's had a crazy life. Like, I think she was a model too at one point, right? Like, yeah. <sighs> yeah, she's, like, she's, she's interesting. Um, but yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, I guess I'm just trying to figure um, those kind of things out. So, you know, like, as in, what is it that people, like, do you fall into it? Or do you kind of go seeking for it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I, like, and what makes somebody, what makes somebody want to pivot, you know, like, what mm-hmm. is it about your current job that, like, you just don't, you know, like, are you not fulfilled by it? Are you, you know, like, is it the hours? Is it everything, you know? Like, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, like, yeah, I think that one speaking about actors, yeah, I know, like, Ken Jeong used to be, like, a physician. I mean, not that he pivoted in midlife, really. Like, he, he became an actor earlier, but, you know, yeah, like, he used to be a family doctor, and then suddenly he was an actor. <laughs> Did I know this? Do, oh, Really? Oh, you didn't know that? No, I, I, I'm trying to remember. I probably did. I feel like it's a familiar story, and yet I did not remember that one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so before he showed up in The Hangover and Community, and, like, I guess now he's on The Masked Singer, like, you know, being a judge. But, like, and, and I think he had his own show, too, about being a family doctor. Well, the reason he was able to have his own show about being a family doctor is because he was a family doctor. <laughs> he, lived, he lived the experience. Yeah. You Oh, Do you know who had an amazing, interesting story with second and third careers? Well, I guess it's kind of a second career, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, Jimmy Stewart. Oh, yeah. Okay. Listen to this, right? (laughs) So the guy goes to university 
and it wants to be an architect. So he's studying and he's like so super smart that apparently he gets a full scholarship to grad school. And the only reason he actually didn't end up in architect or whatever the industry is. Um, <laughs> what? Listen. Stop laughing. <laughs> I'm just super excited, so I'm losing my vocabulary. So, so he then ended up in acting because that was a more stable profession at the time in, during the Great Depression, and he there wasn't you know any jobs in his field. So that's how he actually fell into acting. He fell into it. That's crazy. That's super crazy. So the reason I was laughing at the beginning when she was like Jimmy Stewart is because <laughs> she told me about this offline and then she was just like, it just makes Jimmy Stewart sexy. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay, She's like, I find Jimmy Stewart sexier now. <laughs> well, like, I do. Okay. <laughs> I do. Ever since I found this out, like, I do. Because, I mean, okay, I've loved, I love Jimmy Stewart. Everybody does. Like, I can't imagine a single person who knows of him not, you know, um, yeah. love his, like, you know, um, even though I really don't like It's a Wonderful Life. Like, oh, I will second that. Oh, well, I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> I, I love it because it it's like a tradition. Yeah. It's like a Christmas tradition in our family to watch It's a Wonderful Life. But I don't <laughs> like the premise of the movie. It makes me very sad. Yeah. You know, and I know you're supposed to feel good and all of that stuff, but I don't. No. I feel I just really feel sad. sad. Yes. I just feel sad for him. Yes. I'm like, oh, you didn't get to do the stuff you wanted to do. Yeah, and you're just basically <laughs> telling yourself – it's okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it makes me extremely sad. No, agree. Yeah. But yeah, and in between, he went to the military to fight in the war. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Like an actual soldier, soldier. <clears throat> that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, he's, he's yeah, that's, it's, like, I'm, I'm impressed. Like, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. It's very impressive. So, huh, take back that laughter. I'm just saying. It's just, it's. Jimmy Stewart. I don't know. I won't take back the laughter. <laughs> I, I don't think of Jimmy. Like when somebody says, oh, sexy, I don't think of Jimmy Stewart. But that is my point. I didn't either. <laughs> but then how do you hear about someone who is like so super smart? Um, you know, like, I don't know. Like, and he had a passion and purpose and all of that. And then, you know, and then he goes into something that's brand new to him, like the whole acting thing. And he becomes really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I think that's the part. Like, I feel like that is the cool part where it's kind of like, he's like, okay, I guess I'll try acting because I kind of did a couple of theater shows or something, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah. then he actually becomes one of the greatest actors of his generation. Like, I find that very cool. No, Whatever. you find that sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's just be clear. <laughs> Let's just be clear. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, no. Yeah, it's, uh, I, 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 want, I, I do wonder. I mean, I think it's probably different things for different people. I mean, like, I know we we're talking about, like, career pivots in your middle age, but, like, uh, I was, I had just recently like read an article about somebody who <clears throat> wanted to retire at the age of 
40 or 42 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think her her motivation was because like one of her children had um, like a really bad allergic reaction. I think it might, he might've had an anaphylactic reaction, but don't quote me. Uh And, um, but anyway, just like kind of crystallized in her head that she didn't want to spend time at work. She wanted to spend more time with her family. And so like, I think she and her husband just decided that they were just going to do everything that they could in order to like actually retire at 40, just so that they could actually travel and spend time with the kids and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, so sometimes it's something like that where you're just like, you just have this major life event where you're just like, nope, I'm not wasting any more time on this, you know? So, but then for other people, maybe it's like, yeah, like they just want to pursue something more creative or they just, you know, they're feeling that uh, maybe they're feeling a bit unfulfilled in what they're doing currently and they switch. Like, I, I don't know. I'm sure it's different things for different people, right? No, you're right. Like, um, and I guess that's just it, right? Like, because I was just trying to think, like, what what would make you successful if you were to pivot, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like the right having the right motivation, I guess you know. Um, yeah. Because in some ways, um, you're right. Like, you know, like you know, family and looking for work life balance, um, you know, is 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 definitely um, a trigger or a factor, right. That probably Mm -hmm. plays into a lot of those kinds of decisions. Um, But I guess I'm just wondering, like, you know, like when you scale back and that's definitely a decision for a lifestyle and and, on, on those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But do you then, are you looking for something to, that is more aligned to a passion or are you looking to, something to give you time to pursue non-work passions, you know? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that, that I can't answer like that. Yeah. That, that I can't answer easily. I mean, the other thing I was thinking is that, well, I mean, going back to this TD executive who then became a florist, mm-hmm. like what I find interesting is that in order to pursue sort of this creative outlet and this need for her to kind of be with people and provide service to people, mm-hmm. um, I think it helped that her, it helped that money wasn't an issue. That's true. It, right? Because I think yeah. in her story, her spouse was able to support the both of them. Like mm-hmm. if, you know, like, um, if she decided to kind of to to go for a um, to go for a job that like paid less than her salary at TD, mm-hmm. so I think that's also helpful. You know, where you can pursue yeah, something where you have that, the stability to do it. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's actually true because I, I imagine that it would be very hard to pursue something um, without um, some kind of backup. Um, yeah, like y- you may cut down on your lifestyle because of it but but you still need to have some enough there to be able to support um you know your day-to-day expenses at least mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly yeah um yeah yeah i mean i guess jimmy stewart didn't really have a backup it was just kind of like i need to do well <laughs> or else i just have no job whatsoever um, you know, who else comes to mind arnold schwarzenegger did I say really? his last name right? Like right, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like he went from bodybuilding to acting to politician. Yeah. 
I mean, oh, granted. that's true. Yeah, I've forgotten about yeah, that actually. True. Um, yeah, I don't know. He must be retired now, right? Yeah, yeah. He's not governor of California anymore, so I'm not really sure what he's doing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I forgot about that. Oh, Ronald Reagan too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an actor. He was an actor turned politician. Uh-huh. I see. This is true. Yeah. Did you I see a I'm pattern? Just, uh, no, no. With just two people, so clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a pattern. But um, you know, I guess I'm just. I I don't know. I guess I'm just. I've I've just been very reflective lately, right? Like about trying to figure out. Um, I guess you know all these things that we're doing, like even with the podcast, like trying to figure out how to live um, well, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and so just, you know, we talked about mental health a few weeks ago, you know, and, and getting older and um, just being prepared. So I guess I was just, I've been very reflective lately about like, you know, how do you live well um, and ha- how do you, stay happy or increase your happiness mm-hmm. um, yeah. through vocations, I guess. Yeah. Oh, look at me. I'm feeling all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, It it's everyone wants to feel useful, right? And feel like they're contributing. So, um, and maybe that's part of it too. Like maybe, maybe people perform these like career pivots in order to feel like they're being useful oh my to God. others. I just thought of, is this the after effects of our chat on legacy? I know that's what I was thinking. Actually. Were you? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I didn't want to say legacy. But I was like, oh. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what does it all mean? What do I leave behind? How do I make an impact? <laughs> How do I contribute to society for perpetuity? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh. We've come full circle. Oh, we have come full circle. <laughs> On that note, we should probably then call this an episode because before we start delving into like several other things. <laughs> uh, it's too funny. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, you, I mean, you bring up some interesting points about like mid, mid-life pivots and mid-life career changes, right? What I, I, I found this interesting, uh, like before we completely call it episode, like I did find this interesting um a survey that they had done mm-hmm. so this was this was a survey so this is just a it's a survey from senior living and basically it's just like gauging people's attitudes about career switches mm-hmm. and so um according to the survey from senior living they had interviewed about a th- like 1100 Americans mm-hmm. and um on average everybody felt that the average cutoff to starting a new career is at the age of 61. So how many people? uh, 1100. Oh, okay. Substantial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so, but thank you. I found this interesting. It said that millennials were less optimistic than the boomers about your, about somebody's second career pivot. Um, Millennials thought 57 was the cutoff to start a new career, but the boomer generation thought that, 67 years was 
was the cutoff. Hmm. So there's quite a very, yeah, there's a kind of a varied age, but like on average, people thought that 61 was when you couldn't, you couldn't really like after 61, you couldn't really, um, pivot to another career. But, uh, yeah, anyway, it's Colonel Sanders would disagree, but okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like, there's, there's all, there's always, there's always people who start their careers. Like, I mean, Joe Biden became president at what? 78. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like it doesn't mean that you can't on average. Yeah. yeah. I'm just joking. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, I found that kind of interesting. This, that, uh, you know, that, uh, on how different, yeah, or even the, the different age groups kind of, I guess basically like as the older you get, you just feel that, you know, <laughs> that the age, Doesn't age matter as much shift yet. too. Yeah. <laughs> the age cutoff Which actually makes too. sense, right? Like, I mean, when you're a kid, you know, someone 21 seems old, right? Yeah. You're like, exactly. oh my gosh. And then yeah. when you're in your 20s, all of a sudden 30s seem old right and so on and so forth so or whatever your different you know threshold might be so yeah yeah, that 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 makes sense (laughs) but that that yeah exactly when was the survey so this survey was done i think it was actually done in this year oh so relatively um recent yeah i think yeah it was done yeah it was it was very recent yeah it was done this year very cool. At least the articles from this year. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it must be. Oh, actually, if you go, if you if you go into that senior living article, it's like it's got a bunch of activities with an age limit. Uh-huh. And so, um, from their survey of eleven hundred people, they think that. Um, so this is the list of when you should stop doing activities. <laughs> I'm just gonna read a few of them. They're kind sure. of funny. Okay. So, doing a keg stand. The limit's 32 on average. Seriously? I feel like that's actually still too old. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, you should stop doing that at the age of like 20. Right? <laughs> yeah. But um, that's just me. Before so then, he, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then um, going to bars during the week, everyone thinks that 47 is the cutoff for that. Huh? <laughs> I know. Um, oh, having a one night stand, 39. Dead silence. <laughs> I know. I just like okay. Um, Moving then, on. <laughs> um, the other. Oh yeah. This is this is interesting. Oh, this is interesting. So mm-hmm. like starting a new career was sixty one, but starting a business was seventy. What? Yeah. And yeah, I and don't then um, that. no, neither do I. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was oh yeah, playing video games. Apparently, you should stop at fifty four. Um. <laughs> Uh, moving on a whim, 51. Moving on a whim, 51? Why? I don't know. So and wait, then, you can play video games for longer, but you can't move when you're actually probably financially more stable and can afford yeah. to? Like, that makes no sense. It, it, no, none of the, Yeah, some, some of these don't make any sense. Oh, eating fast food. You should also stop at 61. I'm not sure why. Oh, please. You should stop, <laughs> like... Ages ago, but at least that's good to know that I have 20 more years. <laughs> oh, and then finally, mm-hmm. being in a long-term relationship, apparently 85 is the cutoff for that. What? So at 85, you just go for a divorce or break up? <laughs> no, like you just, you just, 
I guess that's when you get okay. Yeah, it doesn't make sense because you can't have a one night stand at eighty five. So you I'm not can't, sure. So I don't understand what they mean. Like, do you break up or if you get into a relationship, don't bother making it long term? But yeah, I, I think mean, that's what they mean. Are you not already kind of not? I mean, you know, unless you live to like a hundred and fifteen, like it's not going to be that long term anyway, right? But I, yeah, well, I, I think that's why they're saying that like by the age of 85, you should just like not bother because <laughs> there's not that much time left. But anyway, but then I don't know, like that to me, a long term, I, I know. And to me, a long term relationship seems like what do they mean? Like a 25 yeah. year relationship or do they just mean like a one or two? Like, I mean, one well, or two years is like still fairly long term to me. Yeah. So I don't know. That's quite uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. some of those make absolute no sense. Absolutely no sense. No, I know. It's uh it's an interesting it's an interesting little article. I think we should probably <laughs> maybe we should do a deep dive into this on one episode. It's got like it's got a bunch of things actually. But yeah. It's like <laughs> so, a, yeah. what is the age you need to stop doing something, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that there's any age. I think you could just live your life however you want, regardless. Except of we were age. both very clear on when people should stop doing kegs. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very unfair thing, but <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? Maybe it's because I've just never done one, so I'm just kind of like. I just don't see the appeal. You're like, what's the big deal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, why are you doing them at all? <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. And on that note, I think we should call it an episode. <laughs> <laughs> we really should. Um, thanks for indulging. Cause I'm, like I said, I'm just thinking it through, but I would love to hear if uh, our listeners out there have actually thought about it or have actually taken a leap of faith and pivoted into something completely different from that they first started out their careers in. What made you do it? What are some of the factors that led you to that decision? Would love to hear it. So you can let us know um, either by email at does this make me look old at gmail.com or visit us on um, our website, same name, and also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Um, does this make me look old is our handle. Yeah, and I think, you know, until then, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.